0: Burn It Down is a production of Simulacra Studios. If you'd like to support the show, visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash simulacrastudios and connect with us on our Twitter at SimulacraRPGs. But now the sun is setting, and so our story is ready to begin again. This is Scott the Storyteller with a quick note. In case you didn't read in the description, due to a technical error, the audio for the players of Burn It Down did not get recorded for the first 15 or so minutes of play. Uh, My audio, uh, the Storyteller audio, did get recorded and is in this podcast. And as the first bit of the game is a bit of set dressing and setup, it doesn't impact things too terribly. I've done some editing to make this as less jarring as possible, but there will be some points early in the podcast where some weird silences exist. After the editing, things pick up at around the 10 minute mark. So if you wanna to skip to there and miss the awkwardness, that's fine, but like I said, there's plenty of strep dressing in that first 10-ish minutes. We are working on a fix to try and replicate some of this audio so that the story is more complete. But for the time being, we felt it better to give you what we have so that you can enjoy it in the time being. We apologize for this error. I apologize for the error. It's my fault. Hopefully you'll enjoy the track as it is. And like I said, we are working on a fix. So at some point in the future, I will hopefully remove this disclaimer and we can all pretend like nothing bad ever happened. But for now let's let the story get started hello everyone welcome to burn it down a production of simulacra studios this is a vampire the masquerade fifth edition campaign uh, set in atlanta georgia where i live and a few of my players live Uh, and it is going to be an anarch campaign of political action personal horror and supernatural weirdness um If you know anything about the history of Atlanta, both in the real world and the world of darkness, then you'll know why I chose the title Burn It Down. uh, Because, well, it's happened. uh, And might need to happen again, but we'll see about that. We're going to start with Alex. Alex, you are currently on the road. Uh, You are heading up I-75 about to cross 285 going north. Uh, You're doing so because you have been informed that this evening, your compatriots, the people who you've been in contact with over the past six months or so, are coming into Atlanta. And you're going north of the city because they are coming in by train. And there is a family of kindred, uh, that's how they organize themselves, nominally anarch, who have had a stranglehold on the train systems coming in and out of the city for over a century. Uh, And part of the the web of favors and deals that had to be made to arrange your your new friend's entrance into the city is that you have to go to their house to pick them up, the, the family's house. Uh, and you must accept their hospitality for a short portion of the evening. They wish to dine with you and your new friends uh, before they consider the debts fully paid for bringing them in so yeah you are you are making your way uh you' crossed two eighty five and you're no longer in Atlanta proper, and that's just a chill up your spine. Now, how, how does Alex? How does Al, how would Alex drive? Would Alex drive himself? Would he have a fan or an associate drive him? How would how would Alex go about doing that? Okay, so you've got maybe like a stretched Hummer or something along the lines. Uh, it's probably a large one because you've got, you know, four people coming in, plus they probably have some luggage. So you, so you yourself are not driving. You have a driver, just someone who has been paid to do this, right? Okay. You have a professional relationship with this guy. So, yeah, your driver makes his way up 75, eventually comes to an exit... Now, for those of you who don't know the city of Atlanta, uh, Atlanta itself is fairly contained within a highway called 285, which is a rough circle. Um, and then there is a sprawling metro area of connected cities, and Kennesaw is probably the northern, one of the northernmost of those cities. Once you get past Kennesaw, things start to get a lot more spread out and a lot more rural. So this is probably one of the most least comfortable situations you've found yourself in a while. Because vampires, in general, don't like rural areas or spread out areas. They like dense populations. They like lots of street lights, And there's just more trees around. And I think we all know what, what, what can contribute to that paranoia. But anyway, your driver pulls off the highway... Uh, goes down a couple of side streets and eventually uh, pulls into a private drive uh, that goes probably about a half a mile through some woods. Uh, And then you pull up on a very large estate. Now, since you know you're here for dinner, I'm assuming you basically said for this guy to wait here while you're going. Okay, yeah. So he does, uh, and uh, you are greeted by a few Uh, well-dressed individuals, Uh, servants, you can tell. These are not, you don't believe these are kindred, uh, but, you know, they are um, dressed in slightly outdated servants' clothing. Uh, Not like antebellum, but, you know, probably would have fit in around the 50s. Uh, And they uh, take your coat They lead you inside and basically lead you into a well-appointed waiting room. So now we're going to switch over to the three of you. The three of you have probably had the least comfortable three days, roughly, that you've had. Because travel arrangements, especially going through the methods you are, are very tightly controlled. The people who have agreed to help you get into the city... Uh, have a stellar track record of discretion and safety. But that discretion and safety comes with a lot of rules. Uh, the three of you are currently in three large crates um, that are comfortably appointed, but not what you would call spacious. Um, you have uh, a few large, uh, well-insulated thermoses with you. And, um, and you've been here in this thing for a couple, in these crates for a few days. Shortly after the sunset, uh, you felt your crates being moved around, taken off the trains that they were on. Uh, you know, you hear the sounds of, of cars moving, some muffled voices. Uh, and then eventually, the crates are set down. Uh, and then this little green light that has been unlit for the entire time you've been alights in all three of your crates uh and you are able to unlock the the mechanism that opens up the crate you open it up and you are in a each of you are in your own rooms uh they are basically like a bed and breakfast style room Uh, You know, you've got a a restroom where you can freshen up Uh, some of your some, not all of your your luggage that you had had shipped to Atlanta is here. But, you know, a couple of changes of clothings, um, you know, whatever, whatever things that you would want that you had said, I need this when I get when I get out uh, is there with you. You have each have your room, you have your privacy. Uh, to get changed because these clothes are very stale that you're wearing right now, if you care about such things, uh, and freshen up to to a degree. And when you're ready, uh, you basically can open up the door to your suite uh, and you are there is a sort of common waiting room where you see Alex waiting for you, the three of you. So yeah, you guys are in this very well appointed sort of sitting room. Uh, where Alex is, if you guys want to describe what your characters look like, both to each other and the audience,
1: but she's a she's a little cautious around strangers, she knows of you, but she like doesn't know you, you know, and so I come in and just give like a awkward greeting, just hi.
0: All right, I'm just going to point at Dylan and make you go. (laughs)
2: Uh, So I I look like the handsome fellow that was drawn by the wonderful uh, McKenna over there in the bottom left of your screen. Uh, (laughs) He's not wearing the full kind of uh, blazer get up. He's just wearing uh, kind of a a short sleeve polo, more suited to probably the local uh, style. Um, No tie. Uh, Hair is a little mussy because he's clearly not super happy about all of this uh, and he's kind of like chewing on his lips a little bit whenever he's not talking or paying attention to something like he's got something distasteful that he's trying to forget about uh, but once he he actually comes out he is very composed uh, and says alright so this is our team
1: I uh, suppose so <clears throat> looks like i suppose and i pointed okay i kind of point everyone out i suppose cadence mr faircloth i'm sorry i've forgotten your name i point at um
0: alex
3: alex, alex.
1: sorry hey. alex <laughs>
3: Uh, So Um, Alex is... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Oh, and I point at... Yeah, I point at you. And I sort of trail off there.
3: Uh, So Alex is... um, uh, He has a white hair and a white beard and uh, dark, deep black eyes. And from the neck to the wrist to... Uh, basically, every exposed inch of skin you can see, except for his face, he has very colorful tattoos. Um, he is wearing sort of a baggy T-shirt and jeans, but a baggy T-shirt and jeans that look like they cost way too much for baggy T-shirt and jeans. Uh, and he has an accent, so give me a second. <laughs>
0: it's
3: uh, it's Alex. We spoke online. Uh, good to... Uh...
1: Put a face to a
3: name. I trust that your travels were um, acceptable. I, I think that's the
1: highest nice praise that could be offered.
3: <laughs> I do apologize, but sort of uh, ostentatious travel that we're used to draws too much attention in these nights.
4: I mean, I've had worse. Not by much, but worse
3: my resources were somewhat limited in this engagement but um, you're all safe and i suppose that's what really matters
0: so well, while then. you're while you're getting uh yourself situated uh there is a knock on the outer door uh and uh you hear uh, a very soft spoken voices uh Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you would make yourselves ready, uh, your hosts will receive you now. All right. Well, I'm 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 freshened up. And and the and the three of you would also have known that you that there is some some uh, something expected of you uh, in partial payment for your travel that you will were expected to sort of meet and uh, and have dinner quote unquote with this family that arranged for your transport
3: Sounds lovely Indeed Look I'm I'm going to uh level with you I don't know who these people are very well I I I know of them uh so if they do anything really weird uh I'm I'm as sorry as you would like me to be. I'll keep
2: that in mind
0: So yeah. uh when one of you opens the door uh you see uh, in contrast to the servants that let you in, Alex. Uh, this person is wearing the the servants' livery uh, that one would see in the Antebellum South. Um, and I, I'll just go right and say it, they are of the skin color that one might expect uh, for that kind of a, um, outfit. Uh, they look down, they do not meet any of your eyes. Uh, and simply motion you out the door.
3: Well, I'm gonna follow him.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna follow along.
4: uh yep. So he, Cadence uh, so will follow and decide that maybe this is something she shouldn't have knots in her hair for, and pull a comb out of her pocket and try to.
0: Okay. S-
4: straighten them out to no avail.
0: Fair enough. So you uh, follow this gentleman down. Uh, you go down this very grand curved staircase uh, that leads to a very large dining room uh, with you know low candle, uh, low, can- low flames, uh, a candelabra uh, lighting the room, uh, spaced just far enough away that it doesn't tickle your beast in any strange ways. Um, uh, the table is laid out for a full feast. All of the place settings, silverware, crystal goblets uh, are all impeccably uh, left, and there are a total of ten place settings made. Uh, and you are sort of led uh, to it. You were led to each of your chairs, where your name has been put on a place card uh, in in. Exquisite uh, calligraphy, uh, and your t- chair is pulled out. There are a few more servants, sort of waiting at the edge of the room. All of them, as you would expect them, uh, none of them looking you in the eyes. Uh, and they pull out your chairs. Um, they, you know, they, they bring out a, a pitcher of water and fill each of your glasses, uh, and say, and they say, uh, your hosts will be here shortly. And uh, the servants leave the room.
1: So, how are like? Um, you said that there were ten
0: uh play sets. Mm -hmm. Where are we? Are we like near each other? Are we like uh you the you are essentially um you are in the middle of the table. Uh, so you are across from one another in the middle of the table, uh, and. Yeah, that's that's the, the okay. way things are set up. Right. We weren't separated. No, you're not separated. You're you're together. Uh you ha- uh, uh Willow, you have been placed next to Madison. Uh and uh Cadence and Alex are sitting next to each other. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Okay. So, uh after a few more moments, uh, the doors, uh, not the doors that you came in, but the doors that lead sort of uh, deeper into the house, open up, and four uh, very well-dressed, all in the in the livery of gentlefolk from the Antebellum South, um, three men and a woman uh, come out um, to sort of look to you... Uh, I would imagine that probably uh, Willow and Madison would know that the proper etiquette would be to stand. Yeah, I'd I'd say so. I will in stand. Front of, okay.
1: In
3: front of I, our guests. I actually have etiquette, too, oh, so I yeah. also will stand. That as well.
4: Uh, As soon as Cadence realizes what's happening, she's like, oh, shit, okay, I guess I better do that. Okay. So, <laughs> she's probably so... like the last one to do it, and it's like super awkward.
0: Nice. She looks around it. like, ooh.
4: Like, oh, there's th- th- this fancy people in addition to fancy house. I guess I better try to be fancy.
0: So, yeah, or so, so. They, you all stand. They, they sort of come. Each of them comes to you uh, and greets you. Um, uh, one of them, the first of them introduces themselves as um, uh, Michael Elwood. Uh, the second is Jeremiah Elwood. Uh, the third introduces himself as uh, Jusice, Jusice, ah, sorry, Josephus Elwood. Uh, and the woman introduces herself as Mariah Elwood. Uh, and they all shake the men's hands. Uh, women's hands are taken and kissed. The woman curtsies to all of you. Uh, and uh, they, they just briefly sort of make the rounds and then sit down at the table. Um and josephus yeah, sorry uh josephus um says thank you all very much for joining us this evening how was, how were your travels comfortable i lie <laughs> <laughs> he says ah well unfortunately some things need to be sacrificed for safety especially in these nights um But hopefully it was not too terrible on all of you. So I understand Mm -hmm. that the three of you are uh, newcomers to our fair city. Well, the city. That's correct. And you, uh, Mr. Mars, you are a native uh, of sorts, yes?
3: Um, I mean, I live here, yeah.
0: Ah, oh, yes. Well, it's a pity we haven't met before. Uh, but I understand not many city kindred come out this far. It is a bit daunting, I would say.
3: Yes, daunted. I, I don't know if you can tell
0: by the look in my eyes, but I'm quite daunted. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, well, we do strive to provide hospitality of the utmost calibre here. So... I must ask, what brings the three of you uh, down to Fair Terminus, or Atlanta, as it is called nowadays?
1: Business, I suppose. Mm, business, business.
2: These are tumultuous nights, as I'm sure you understand.
0: Indeed they are. Well, we are certainly ourselves. Uh, And Mariah speaks up. She says, well, while we... uh, well, we are of the movement ourselves. Uh, we do not involve ourselves with um, city politics. Uh, we tend to our own needs out here in our little hideaway in the, in, the, in the woods. But should you have need of our services or expertise while you uh, while away your time here in the Paris of the South, we are contactable.
2: And beyond first-class crate arrangements and wonderful hospitality, what expertise and what talents would those be?
0: Um, Michael speaks up and says, well, our family has been a part of this city for a very long time. Hmm. We have seen many... Changes in the times and faces of the of the city and the surrounding environs we have been untouched by the chaos and the turmoil of the past two decades we Our advice could be sought for appropriate remuneration
2: of course
0: she says we do not wish to take up too terribly much of your time we understand that you have business in the city um, but we would not like to send you on your way without meeting mother and father uh, unless you need a refreshment before we move on and they uh they sort of a snap is made, and a few servants come in with their collars slightly undone.
2: How much uh, hunger was abated by by the thermoses?
0: Um, you could get you could get down to one.
3: Okay. Hey, uh, when he says "mother" and "father," <laughs> I'm gonna just right then roll a premonition on okay. that. Okay.
0: All right, go ahead and roll uh, that for me. So, um, Smart boy. Indeed. So uh, when you side. make your dice pool with that, make sure you include one of your dice as a hunger die. And let me know how that goes.
2: Uh, while he's rolling that, I also want to perhaps make an etiquette roll to determine whether or not it would be offensive for us to decline this as part of their hospitality.
0: Um, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, it's resolve plus auspex. Uh, Alex?
3: Yeah, I rolled that, and I rolled a, uh, I rolled three successes. I do have a question.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, what is a rouse check do I need?
0: Okay, so what a rouse, well, hold on, it's, uh, let me, Is it's either free or one rouse check. Let me.
3: So I believe it is free if you give it to me, ah, and yes I believe it, it costs a rouse so, if I do.
0: A rouse check is a, basically a hunger roll. Uh, just like the one that you rolled for the evening. So go ahead and roll that first. So one, okay. that's 1d10, and you want to get a success on that.
3: Uh, so the d10, the hunger die that was part of the initial roll, I succeeded mm-hmm. the hunger die that was by itself. I...
0: Okay, the hunger die by itself, that means your hunger doesn't go up, uh, which is fine. Um, so I have a question. Did you roll any 10s?
3: No, but I rolled uh Two, nine.
0: two nines. Okay, fantastic. Um, all right, let's resolve uh, Madison's roll real quick.
2: Uh, what 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 um what attribute to go with my etiquette? With that, I be?
0: would say intelligence plus etiquette.
2: Cool. I'm a smart boy, so.
0: And remember to include your hunger die in in yep. the roll. Well,
2: I'm I'm using a automated roller, so it. Okay. takes care of that for me. I've got three successes, one of which or I've got four successes, one of which is a hunger success
0: okay uh did you roll any tens
2: uh do, do 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 yes, two of them
0: uh were either of those tens on the hunger die no okay, good uh so just to let everyone know um so the hunger dice work in two separate ways: if you roll a failure uh on your on your total dice pool. And you roll any ones on your hunger dies, that's called a bestial failure. And what that does is basically it causes your character to act um, in a bestial way, uh, which can manifest in a myriad of ways. Uh, if you roll two tens on any roll, uh, that's a critical, and it basically each pair of tens is worth uh, four successes. Ooh. But if Any of those tens come on the hunger die, you get what's known as a messy critical, Mm -hmm. which means you succeed, but the beast was at least partially uh, caused that success and manifests itself in strange and inconvenient ways. But none of that has happened. I'm just Uh, awesome. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) But it can happen. So, Alex, uh, you uh, look at the two missing play sets uh that the the people are not at, which are at the head uh, of the of each sides of the table uh and you see uh, suddenly you see these two shadows occupying those play sets, and your eyes are just drawn into these shadows, like your head is going back and forth like you're watching a ping pong match, um and you just see these dark ancient depths, and just you hear hollow wind blowing out of each of them. Uh, And uh, as for your etiquette role, Madison, um, it wouldn't be impolite to decline. Uh, This is basically... You you think that this is a courtesy that goes two ways, uh, that they don't want hungry people meeting mother and father. Um... And so it is a way to, if anyone's beast is riling up, it would be, it would be, it would be a greater insult for someone to freak out in front of their patriarch and matriarch. Um, right. But if it's not necessary, they won't, um, they won't say anything. <laughs> but they won't think it any less of you.
2: And is there any particular information? Like, what what is a critical. Okay, oh, yeah, so you did you did get view. a
0: critical with this. Um, um You get that this is all ritualized, that this is this is obviously part of some protocol that they have been playing out for decades upon decades upon decades. Um that, you know, you're probably making a dozen tiny blunders, but that's amongst their rules. So they don't expect you to know all of them, but there is sort of this air of, oh, look at these outsiders. How like they're judging you internally with everything, you do or don't do. So it's it's kind of a wash, really, as long as you don't aren't outwardly disrespectful. You don't think you'll you'll stick your neck neck too deep into it.
2: Madison's eyes kind of flicker over Cadence for a moment, almost <laughs> involuntarily.
0: You got a problem. problem?
2: Uh and then he will hold his hand up and say simply, the accommodations already provided were more than satisfying, but thank you.
0: They they look to the rest of you. I I I politely
1: uh uh decline as well. She's just like, no, I'm 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 quite good. The accommodations were were excellent.
0: Okay. Uh so and looks to Alex and Cadence.
3: Um, of, of course. Uh, I'm sorry, Alex. uh Cadence, go go right, go ahead.
4: I think I'll be fine. Thanks.
3: Um, I'm eight on the way here, but I can't wait to meet uh, mother and father.
0: This is yes. They have been, they have been eager to see you all, um, and uh, so they they all stand up. Uh, and uh, two of them, uh, Mariah and Josephus, uh, leave the room before the other two. Uh, and Michael leads you. Uh, after a few moments, Michael rises and leads you deeper into the house. Hmm. Okay. Booby. So you are led uh, into a, a salon. Uh, for lack of a better term, um, where there's sort of this raised, uh, small raised dais, or dais, however you pronounce it, Um, uh, all sitting upon which are two figures uh, bedecked in it's the same style, but you can tell that what they are wearing is truly old clothes. Like everyone here is wearing clothes that have been recently tailored and made to be in the style. But these two uh, individuals are wearing what clearly are centuries old clothing. Uh, and they are sitting on their chairs, absolutely motionless. Um, there's some, the, the room is very dark. There's like one or two candles lighting it. Um, and Michael says, uh, I would like to formally introduce you uh, to sorry, uh, Father Elroy and Mother Liliana, uh, and they, he just sort of motions for each of you. He, he does a slight bow towards them, uh, and th- those of you who are, who are attuned to such things know that you are expected to bow. Yeah. Madison
2: will time his so that it looks like uh it looks like there's a fair reason why people are bowing at different times as mm-hmm. opposed to some people not knowing what's up and some people knowing what's up.
0: Mm-hmm. So when you've all bowed, uh the two figures start to move. Um, and they but their movements are very strange. Um they're they're almost jerky. In a way, they very slowly stand up, um, and the and father does a sweeping bow, mother does a very short, but uh, low curtsy, Um, and you all eventually notice a few things off about them. Um, They are not moving themselves. Uh, There is these fine wires that are sort of wrapped around them, moving them. And you notice um, what you thought were kind of ornaments around the chest area are sort of filed down um, and decorated stakes driven through their hearts.
1: Oh, I suppose at this point, Willow'd like... Her face is betraying how she feels right now. That's a little uh haunting is maybe a good word. So she's I, just like Yeah, Cadence
4: like is narrow. just like looking at them bug eye with her headcock like what the
1: fuck?
3: Uh do I feel anything on the cobweb here?
0: Um no. You aren't hearing any um any whispers coming out of these two.
2: I'm going to try to keep my composure, but I'm going to physically see if I can tell where the lines lead to using heightened senses if I have to.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah. Using your heightened senses, you are able – you see that they lead back and up um, behind a curtain uh, that appears to be draped over like an alcove that is in the back of the room. (laughs)
3: I am going to say (laughs) oh great and powerful mother and father is there anything further that you require of us are we uh, good to go about our business
0: Um, you hear some rustling behind that curtain uh, and then you hear a sort of mechanical whirring noise uh, and then the sort of scratchy voice starts to anima emanate from back there uh, and says thank you my friends for accepting the hospitality of the Elwood family it has been a pleasure meeting such fine and noble kindred do not allow us to take up any more of your precious night time be on your way with a blessing and the hand sort of sweeps out in time and then they sort of are maneuvered back into their chairs
3: so i'm going to guess that we've been communicating largely on some internet forum right
0: uh you've been basically having asynchronous communication uh through uh basically what's called the black box system which is not direct online communication but basically it's like a secure laptop that gets passed around from city to city and you have a login information it's basically a a dropbox for communication
3: if I have the phone numbers of burners or anything that these three others have I'm just gonna text WTF question
1: one of one of the six burner phones that I have on me probably definitely just boop boop I'm just like same like it's very um, embarrassing when I'm like oh my when God, your hosts it
0: when your hosts see you sort of going for phones you it's not hard to tell that they are not happy with that at all.
3: I am distinctly not engaging <laughs> myself in that activity. <laughs> I am behaving like an irresponsible and ungrateful millennial. Absolutely.
1: <clears throat> I'm just loud. embarrassed I didn't turn off my phone before meeting oh, my no. father. You go so to the phone. Jail. My phone just boop boop. I'm like, oh no. Cadence is gonna pull hers out and see that
4: people are upset at their phones and then just slide it back into her back pocket, clasp her hands behind her back and just look at the ceiling. Nope, nothing to see here.
0: Um yeah, uh Michael uh, says, well, I think mother and father are uh, feeling their age at the moment. I think it'd probably be best that you be all be on your way. Thank yeah, you very no. much.
4: Wouldn't, wouldn't want to trouble mom and pops any more than we need to. The <laughs> eyes
0: squint as you say, mom and pops. But, well, uh,
3: as we say, uh, as we say across the pond, Mum and dad you know it's it's all uh colloquialisms anyway we do apologize for our uh, rather uncouth manner we are young and not yet fully uh, versed in that which we should be versed in anyhow we're gonna go uh if there's anything further that you require from us please let us know
0: certainly we have means of getting in contact with all of you uh and he... well
3: we've all got phones <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I'm starting to flinch as as the quipping is going she's
0: just like yeah um
3: yeah you're going to hurt me now aren't you
0: no i'm not going to hurt you um you he <laughs> he moves his shoulders in such a way That lets you know that he's not happy with you in the slightest. And he says, pardon, I do believe I have, me and my brothers and sisters have some family business that we must be attending to. The servants will see you out.
3: Cool. When we get in the car, as soon as the door closes, I'm going to say, well, I thought that went really well.
0: Yeah, you are seen out to the waiting uh, SUV. Uh, Servants bring your luggage and pack it into the back of the car. Uh, And you are shown the way out. Gosh. Uh, What the fuck was
2: that? I will put out that uh, using that really, really good etiquette role, I would like to share kind of a knowing glance with them on the way out to sort of Disassociate myself from their nonsense and kind of good cop, bad, bad cop it to try yeah, to gain you, you, some points. You back.
0: comported yourself better than any of them. Um, I
3: so, I just give
2: him like a like a kind of smile. So
0: uh, when you're I actually going, have a
3: high enough etiquette, can I assist him with that by behaving more ridiculous?
0: <laughs> I think that's been taken care of. You, you already um,
3: did, it, man.
2: You're one step ahead of yourself. So uh, while
0: while you're leaving, um. Uh, Mariah offers you her hand uh, in sort of the traditional uh, you may kiss this way.
2: Which he will do very gently and, and with very slow, smooth moves should be done.
0: Very well. So yeah, you guys pack into the car um, and uh, the driver says uh, um, where to?
2: Uh,
0: I don't right, know. Congrats.
3: We can go back to my place if you want.
0: Is that
2: going to be where we'll uh, be working out of?
3: Uh, It's not a great long-term solution. There's going to be media there, but it's a place where we can at least uh, sort of uh, reconnoiter, figure out what we're going to do next.
0: Now, you do know that it is expected, if not tonight, then at least by next night, for you all to, to meet with the Baron. Uh, How late is. is it? Um, It's probably 10 right now. It's pretty early in the night. We mm-hmm.
1: don't have
2: much of an excuse not to meet the Baron tonight.
1: Unless he's just booked up.
3: Well, we can hope. I'm not going to call him. He hates my guts.
4: Uh, I vote the guy who actually knows shit about being polite.
3: Oh me, right.
4: Yeah, yeah, that, that that'd be you.
3: <sighs> All right. You um, if you want, I can give you one of his associates' numbers so that you don't have to call him directly. Um. So, Scott,
2: mm-hmm. I I actually have a kindred specialty in etiquette.
0: Okay. Um, so I mean, would
2: this guy prefer the indirect contact, or would he prefer the the directness?
0: Um. He's a baron, so probably the direct approach would be be the best well um, cool. it's one of those small differences between a prince and a baron
3: um mm-hmm.
0: you know they don't they don't generally stand too much on you know the the old ways of contact mindnnesole uh sort of thing <laughs> they, they they tend to be more direct in their way of uh, of contacting you you are fairly certain that that he knows that you're coming um that you're supposed to be coming into the city sometime tonight or tomorrow. So he's probably expecting some form of contact. Um and calling him directly would not be uh, ill advised.
2: This is the right number, right?
0: Ah, he after a few rings uh it picks up and says you hear a, a sort of a a very clipped um accent. You hear this is uh Mr. Faircloth, yes.
2: That is correct.
0: Are your uh, associates also in this in the area?
2: We are assembled and eager to have audience
0: with you. Very well, I am currently at my office. Uh please come post haste so that we can Perfect. tend to the particulars.
2: Excellent. We'll be there as quickly as is permitted. Is there anything else that you require?
0: No, just get here.
2: I think we can do that.
3: And catching the tone, he'll just hang up.
0: All right. Um, So,
3: yeah, he's he's a cunt. Um, He's not (laughs) going to like that you're with me. Uh, There's something wrong with him. I can't explain it. It's uh, something about the color of the way he talks. Uh, You'll see for yourself.
4: I'll no, take your word for it.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm still like a little visibly frazzled after the mother and father business, mm. and then all of this together while we're like in the car. I'm just like, oh wow.
4: I'm you gonna sorry, be
1: okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm. I'm fine.
3: So, anyone got any clues about what we just saw? Why? why uh, What was that? How it the fuck, fuck am I supposed to know? Us? No, darling, I didn't think it would be you, um, but does anyone else have any clip?
0: If anyone would like to roll me an Intelligence Occult, well, they might sure. be able to figure things What's out. What's the
2: untrained penalty in, in 5e?
0: I don't know if there is one. Well, For now, let's say there is none.
2: All right, then I'll roll my, my four Intelligence.
1: <laughs> Smart boy. <laughs>
3: I have three successes. I also have three successes. I got two. I don't
2: know shit about magic, but I'm real smart. I went to college.
0: (laughs) So you are are fairly certain that those two were capital E elders, um, Mm -hmm. which means that by all means, by all rights, based on what's happened with pretty much every other capital E elder that you know of, uh, they would have been beckoned to the east um, and apparently either through their own desire or the machinations of their children they were kept from doing that hmm oh, oh. that
3: is nasty
0: <laughs> uh, Very yeah cadence doesn't like the idea of that <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, do you do you guys like explain it? To oh, absolutely, Cadence.
2: Yeah, uh. Uh, uh, yeah. Not really something actionable, but definitely something fucking weird.
3: Something that yeah, sort of violates system. the very core of what it means to be an anar.
4: I mean, I have plenty of parents that I would like to stake, but that seems like a overkill.
3: I don't have any evidence, but
2: my gut tells me that I think it might be the opposite of that. I think they might have wanted to stay here and arranged for a way to extend their influence
3: without physically leaving. Yeah, it's not my family. I don't really give a shit. I don't know about you. I would like to know as little more about that as possible. I'm basically throwing that whole thing in a box.
0: Yeah, boxing's fun.
4: good. Boxing's good.
0: Um, I would like everyone to wear roll wits awareness for me, please.
3: Oh no, that's a very high roll for me. Uh,
0: make sure to include your hunger dice. I hate it when
3: you make me roll high. <laughs> oh
0: no,
4: Wits awareness. Uh, uh that th- is two.
2: Two okay. successes, one of which is hunger, but it's not a 10. Okay.
3: Success. Uh, three successes, uh, no hunger failure, and I rolled two 10s.
0: Okay. Uh, were either of those 10s those on your hunger dice? No. Okay. Okay. So uh, those of you who scored two successes um, and above uh, begin to hear – uh fast approaching uh the sound of motorcycle engines um, uh very quickly uh all of you see uh, on both side on one on each side of your car uh there are two very large men on very old and powerful motorcycles uh they <clears throat> just sort of come into pace
2: oh shit elder
0: motorcycles (laughs) um, they have the both of them have very large voluminous beards Um, one of them is missing an arm uh, but is apparently being able to control his motorcycle away Alex in addition to these gentlemen you see out in the woods because you haven't gotten to the um, highway just yet out in the woods, alongside, uh, you see, again, one on each side, two very large wolves keeping pace with
3: the car. Oh, no.
0: What? What? I don't like the sound of that? No!
3: Cool. I'm going to calmly lean forward and press play uh, on the stereo system, and it's going to play a little bit of side <laughs> Okay. Okay.
1: worst first night in atlanta ever
2: would there would there be any appropriate role to perhaps try to identify if these are anarchs of note in the atlanta area
0: um yeah give me a witch politics role
2: oh politics you say
0: find any sort of
1: iconography on their stuff to just be like are we in danger I'm in danger! <laughs> Willow, that's the face Willow has. Just,
0: um, I'm in danger.
2: I have one success.
0: Okay. Um, you don't recognize anything about their symbols. Uh, nothing Nothing clicks with any th- known gangs that you know of. There aren't, to your knowledge, oh. there are no gangs that live out this far from the city. Um, but you do recognize some identifying marks. Um, they seem to be, like... Runes, sort of in the leather of their jackets, Norse-looking things. Hmm. Uh, Alex, Alex do, you, do you point out the wolves to your friends?
3: Uh, I'm going to say, I don't know how exactly we managed to attract them, but there's a specific brand of gray all around
0: us.
1: Ah,
0: fucking hell. Um, your driver is like, do you guys do you know these
1: guys? Um, you know, you should probably actually speed up. I, like, lean forward a little bit, just like, uh, yeah, no, just <sighs> we need to speed up.
0: Okay. All right. He, he speeds up. Uh, the the motorcycles keep pace with you. Um, is anybody doing anything?
3: I'm going to roll the window down. <laughs> okay. I'm going to roll the window down on my side as well.
0: Be like, okay. hi, friend. Yeah. Um, they turn, like, like when you do that, they, they sort of sidle up to the edge, just turn their heads, and uh, you notice there there's something really weird about their beards. Like, it's very voluminous, very gray, but, and you don't think that that's hair. It's more like fur. I'm
3: going to quietly say to the one that's looking at me, forget. And I'm going to roll a cloud memory to make him forget why he's here.
0: Okay, go ahead and let me take a look. I most certainly probably have an opposed roll to that. Oh, You definitely
3: sure. do unless you're an unprepared mortal which I don't think you are.
2: I don't think they're either of those things. It's, yeah. um,
3: it's wits plus
0: resolve versus is,
3: my charisma plus time.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, know, Willow is just like reaching into her uh, track tracksuit pants, opening up one of the pouches, and just pulling out a gun. Like, oh, I've only been Oh, I, I
2: should note that Madison is straight up open carrying a, a, a handgun. Yeah. Um, how many mm-hmm.
0: successes, Alex?
3: I rolled two successes.
0: Okay. You see him sort of like shake his head a little bit um, and sort of move his eyes away from you. Um, the one that you did that to was the one with with only one arm. Um,
3: Good. That's the one I was afraid of. <laughs>
0: Um, you know he he's seems stronger
3: werewolf, James.
0: As you... Um, before anything else can happen, your driver pulls off the exit and onto the highway. Oh, thank you. Uh, my boy. And they do not follow. Uh, but... Uh, you do all hear, uh, as you're pulling onto the highway... This haunting chorus of howls. Mm. I'd rather
3: not go back out there again if we can help it.
4: Yeah, no, just crossing that right off the map. That that no, wolves go in there. No, we ain't going back. Nope.
2: I suppose with all that happening so fast, Madison only had time to basically give the guy kind of a, just like a hard look before we yep. cut off the highway.
0: He, 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 um, he shared it back to you. Like he, like you didn't get the sensation that you know they weren't necessarily there to start anything, but just posture flex a little, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: um, For what it's worth, I will back up that that kind of mean mugging with my presence, power of daunt.
0: Um, I'm gonna just say to... you didn't have time to do that, just because okay. I I don't want to run so a combat fast. right now. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: th- that's just a passive power. I'm, I'm, the
0: I'm aware, but it, it, it's along the lines of like two powers being used to, used against them.
2: Gotcha. Would
0: probably mm-hmm. have 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 flipped the switch on that 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 encounter. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So you guys are heading down seventy five. Um, it's a long highway. Uh, you know, spotted with billboards and uh, shopping centers that you can see from from the edge. Uh, eventually you come to uh, a very large intersection um, that has a number of elevated highways leading to it, and you blow right past it, and you cross over 285 into Atlanta proper. Actually, no. Uh, you yes. actually take... Uh, you, you get on to 285, uh, because the Baron's office is in an area of town called Sh- uh, Chambly, uh, which ha. is... In the north Which is the, where I live. Huh, uh, which is in the north of the city. Um, uh, and you are going to a club called Dead Channel, um, mm-hmm. where Baron Tron makes his office, uh, and it is sort of the, the central meeting point uh, for the local Anarch gangs and coteries. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where basically all of the coteries <clears throat> come to do business that they have to do with each other. Uh, the Baron obviously has his office there. Uh, you know, the Anarchs don't use fancy terms like Elysium, uh, but all of the, all of the rules that generally apply to an Elysium apply there. You know, no violence. Um, no none of
1: discipline. that. No, di- no, dis- no overt
0: yeah. disciplines. Um, uh, yeah, you know, you're just you're expected to behave. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, so, I, is d- does does having Jeanette as a lore sheet uh, work in this club too, or only as- uh
0: That would n- yeah no. This is not the asylum. Okay. Um, Asylum's down the street. No, <laughs> the, uh, the asylum is uh, elsewhere in the city. Uh, I haven't decided just where it is because you just mentioned that tonight, James. So I right, right, right. So I haven't had thought. But this is not the asylum. Um, uh, the asylum is somewhere else in the city. Uh, Fair enough.
3: So using my ability, the, using like I know Jeanette, I can't skip the line.
0: Uh, no, but you doubt that you'll need to. Uh, you're expected um okay. and, like the bouncer knows. Like like mm-hmm. like like I said, this is a local point for anarchs. Anarchs in general don't have to wait in line here. Uh you know, oh, they, I, gotcha, every, I gotcha. If if you're known to the movement, you're on the list. Yeah, so you guys pull up. Uh they are um club is moderately happening. It is a, a Wednesday night after all. Um so church night. Yeah, church night. Um So there's not a lot of people here, but the music is playing. Now, now Dead Channel uh, is a club that has done its level best to look like you would expect, like, the first chapter of Neuromancer to look. Um, It is uh, the right kind of grungy, um, you know, exposed wires here and there, neon and black lighting, uh, playing, like, the latest in uh, in retro synthwave, um and, and really just sort of giving that vibe of there are really shady deals going on here, but probably not really. <laughs> um, but absolutely, totally, really. Uh, it's just you're not dead enough to to get in on them.
3: Yeah. Um, um I'm absolutely going to throw a hoodie up, <laughs> have big sunglasses on.
1: Oh yeah. if oh, they're playing
3: yeah. the latest in retro synthwave, I can't walk in.
1: Here. <laughs> yeah. No kidding that's big aviators
0: yeah that 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 is just a fine fine kettle of fish for you (laughs) unfortunately like the glasses don't actually cut that out for you because the visual stimulus is going on inside your head um
3: i'm far less worried about that and far more worried about the fact that everybody every mortal in this bar knows who i am
0: that's very true they do don't they But, yeah, no, you're able to conceal yourself appropriately. Um, You, Alex, recognize a few familiar faces uh, sort of milling around the bar. Uh, They sort of, you know, make brief eye contact before moving along. Um, uh, And you are greeted uh, by a short Chinese woman uh, wearing a leather vest, nothing, and, and nothing else underneath it, uh, and, uh, and tight denim pants. And she, uh, she looks to you, Alex, like, gives a nod, and looks to the three of you, and says, so you're, uh, you're the newcomers, eh? Guilty as charged! Cool, cool. Come with me. <clears throat> uh, she says, uh, I'm Shen, by the way.
2: Nice to meet you, Madison.
0: Yeah. Hopefully we won't be seeing too much of each other.
3: Oh, charming as always, my dear.
0: He's like, well, you know, I got a job to do. She motions you guys in. Um,
3: I'm going to assume this is the, sh- uh, the uh, uh, uh,
0: constable? Sweeper, yes. Oh, God. Ooh, sweeper. Yeah, she's, uh, she's the one that uh, takes care of business. Uh, when the business involves, uh, you know, shotguns and and swords to the head,
1: hmm.
0: <laughs> but anyway, uh, she leads you to an elevator, uh, presses the uh, presses both of the buttons at the same time, holds them for about five seconds, uh, and then uh, releases them, uh, and the doors open up, uh, and she motions the four of you in. Uh, You guys come in. Doors closed. She doesn't come with you. Uh, The elevator goes down. uh, And it opens uh, into a rather spacious uh, multi-room floor. Um, It's got kind of an open office plan uh, vibe Mm -hmm. going to it. Uh, There are maybe about six people here. Uh, all on computers and phones, uh, just sort of attending to business. Um, and at the end uh, of it, there is an open door uh, with glass windows uh, that is the Baron's office. And uh, you see him, oh, yeah. he's sitting down, he's on a phone, a landline. Uh, do any of you speak Vietnamese. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> then you have for
2: languages in this rule set. So, <laughs> yeah. It's in backgrounds now. In the backgrounds okay, then oh. I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fair. So, he's speaking in Vietnamese. He looks up at you. Um, doesn't really that's really all the acknowledgement that you get for the time being. Uh, and he continues his conversation on the phone. Uh, and does so for about 3 more minutes. <laughs> What's his Oh, go on. Uh, his name is Chithran, Baron Chithran. Um, he is a middle-aged gentleman. Appears to be of middle age. Um, uh, Southeast Asian descent. Uh, he has a shaved head, a slim goatee. Um, he's wearing uh red, uh circular sunglasses, uh, John Lennon style. Nice. Um. Uh, and he is uh, like I said, he's on the phone. Eventually, he hangs up, takes some notes in a ledger, uh, and then looks up to the four of you.
3: Baron Trent, darling, so good to see you,
0: (sighs) Mr. Mars.
1: My hands are like in my pockets. I'm, I'm just feeling a little overwhelmed by all this right now?
0: <laughs> He's kind of been a... He, yeah. says, he, he sort of snaps his fingers. One of the people in the office uh, stands up, closes the door behind you. There's a couple of chairs here. He says, please, please have a seat.
4: Cadence is going to do plop that. down in the least elegant way possible. <laughs> Probably is...
1: Like, feet up on table inelegant.
4: Uh, I'm thinking That's actually what? like... Like legs spread as far as they could be, just like leaning forward, trying to again with the comb get the tangles out of her hair.
0: (laughs) I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. So, the three of you, welcome to Atlanta. Thank you. I have to say, I do. uh, We can always use people of skill. Uh, and renown, such as you are.
4: That's what you want to call it.
0: (laughs) That is what I want to call it. I I know all of your names. I know of all of your reputations. Um, I do find it interesting that you've all decided to come to the city now, though. Why is it an advantageous time? I wouldn't say Inadvantageous It's just Odd You were all Well placed In your Various cities of origin As far as I could tell Maybe not You Faircloth Uh, We all heard about What happened uh, Up there I just um, look
1: down Awkwardly
0: But yeah We're a big city We are nowhere near getting close to overpopulation, so I don't have a problem. But uh, hopefully you are all appraised of sort of the situation on the ground here, especially as it is relating to Anarchs entering the city. What do I need to reiterate? I got the cliff notes.
2: I believe we're all familiar with your courtesies.
0: I don't like that term by the way. That's a princely term. Regardless. As you are new to the city, there are some expectations. I'm going to be I'm going to be laying out your boundaries as it were where you are uh expected to work uh and feed for the most part. I mean, we don't <laughs> we don't uh keep tallies and registers of things, but, you know, you feed in other people's territories and that's going to cause problems, and I don't think any of us want that. But for the period of a season, you're going to be where I say you're going to be. Uh, and he sort of turns around and uh, presses a button on his desk, uh, and a large map comes down of the city. Uh, and it's... a. Uh, map of Atlanta, and he stands up, he pulls out a Sharpie, and says, let's see, let's see, where can we put you? He says, you know, he taps on an area, this, right here, right here, we need people here, and he indicates an area very close to the center of the city, um... Hmm he and he starts to draw around two districts um which are cabbage town and reynoldsville Um, uh, now those of you familiar uh with sort of the general overall political situation in atlanta these two districts are directly north of i-20 um which is sort of the, oh. the dividing line between the northern Anarch and Camaria-held territories yeah. and the southern wild zone where the Sabbat roam. Excellent.
4: Oh, this is going to be fun. Says,
3: Trying to send me home there, my friend.
0: Well, I figure you'd be able to sniff them out if they try and hop the fence. You know, set a thief to catch a thief. If you say. Regardless, the last gang that was there, uh, well, they didn't, uh, they met a pretty bad end. Uh, we've needed some people there.
2: What'd they fuck up?
0: <laughs> well, are you familiar with the Sabbat at all, Faircloth?
2: More so than I think anyone wants to be.
0: Well, then you know how bad things can get. They were sloppy. They didn't mind the border. Uh, as closely as they should. I see. As such, we are going to be helping you guys out with that. Uh, we have an arrangement with the local shantry. And some increased security measures have been put into place in the last couple of weeks. Uh, he um, goes to his drawer uh, and pulls out a large framed... Uh, map uh, that is actually of your area, the where you've been assigned. Um, And there are sort of runes burnt into the frame around it. And he says, you're going to be wanting to keep an eye on this. And he sort of just hands... He holds it out, not to any one of you, but he's expecting one of you to take it.
2: I immediately reach (laughs) for
0: it. He... Ten, he holds on to it for like a fraction of a second when you do that, but then lets it go. He says, "If you look around the border there, along I twenty, that will smoke uh, in correspondence to a kindred crossing that border. Hmm. Uh, hmm. It will do Notice. so. It will do so for a night." Uh, until the sun rises uh, in your surrounding area so keep an eye on it
4: wait wait question question does that work both ways like if they come onto our turf or will it go and if we go onto their turf will it go yeah or does it just oh okay
0: yeah uh we we we, uh did some road work on i-20 uh over the holidays and uh any uh any kindred crossing that line, the other people along the along the border have similar maps, but this one is key to your area. so keep an eye on it, will you
3: Baron Tren, <clears throat> certainly you have to know that we're not uh exactly militant in our capability. Are you putting us here to be killed or or what?
0: I'm putting you there because we need people there.
1: For surveillance.
0: For surveillance. And if you can't handle it, of course, give us a call and we'll send help your way. None of us want those bastards sniffing around up in our zones.
3: But this is one of those things where you're saying if we can't handle it, then it's uh, on our heads, right?
0: Well, you tell me. What happens when you have Sabat running through your turf?
3: I don't know. I've never been in charge of anything before. Well... It's immaterial regardless because we can handle it.
4: Yeah, we got this. Or I got this. I don't know about these guys. I
0: got this. That's what She's I like got this. I, I do got this.
3: She's got this.
0: Right, so that's that. Uh, the situation will last for a season. Uh, so he... Uh, He looks through a a calendar real quick, uh, sort of circles a date, which I'm not going to do the math on it right now. Uh, So Mm -hmm. so, this time, you'll be free to claim territory as you see fit. I will also be calling upon you uh, to make sure that you are integrating well into the community, that there are tasks that might need to be accomplished. You will, of course, be uh, expected to do service to the domain. Gotcha. Any questions? I think it seems uh... pretty straightforward
3: to me. I do have a question, Baron Tren. Yeah. Uh could I provide your establishment with some better spinning? This this music is not up to par.
0: <laughs> he just kind of looks at you for like twenty seconds. And that's the response you get from that. Cool. Anyway.
3: I'm gonna slowly slide a CD across the table while he's doing that.
1: <laughs> is that your mixtape?
3: No, Can I no. Just
1: look over.
2: I believe it's called a demo when you're a professional.
3: Yeah, no, it's that's not a demo. I wouldn't give Baron Trent a demo. I wouldn't insult him that way. This is a demo of several people that are up and coming.
0: This is. I'll have Maddie take a listen to it.
3: You may not like me, but you know that I know music. Give it a spin. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised.
0: Like I said, I'll have Maddie take a look at it.
2: Is there anything else, Baron?
0: One more thing. All right. So I know that uh, at least one of my uh, recommendations uh, tends to turn heads, and it's not very well explained. It's the matter of the four horsemen. Take it seriously. Don't mess with those guys. They are, they do service to the domain that is vital, and they have earned their rights.
4: Out of character question. Mm-hmm. What our characters know what they look like.
0: Uh, the four horsemen. Uh, yes. No, you would not have... Uh, okay. Al- Alex would, because he's he been in the city for a while. Um, uh, but you have not been furnished photographs or likenesses. Okay, in which case,
4: Cadence is going to raise her hand and be like, so, uh, can we, like, get a picture of something? Because cause I, I, I don't know these guys. Like, I know them, but I don't know what they look like. Says, so I don't want to, like, accidentally, you know... That's, fill the beans on someone I'm not supposed to.
0: He says that's reasonable. Uh, he goes over, he pulls open a file cabinet, goes through some files, pulls out a folder, puts it on his desk.
2: Madison's not reaching for this one.
4: C- Cadence asked for it, she'll take it. Yeah. Just start flipping through it like nobody's business.
0: It's It has four photographs in it. Um. It's four different individuals. They're not like mug shots um, or um, or anything like that or like formal portraits. Mm-hmm. Um, they're closer to candid shots, um, but not like. You can tell that they t- they knew they were being photographed, uh, mm-hmm. so it's not as uh, but it's not like they sat for these. They're not, like, glamour shots. They're not glamour shots. They're very utilitarian. (laughs) All Um, right. So, yeah, Yeah, it's four different...
1: Willa goes to look at them, too. It's four different uh
0: individuals. Um, uh, Two of them look pretty normal uh, in terms of what they're wearing uh, and how they look. Uh, The other two, on the other hand, one of them straight up looks like a rotting corpse. Um, that's, That's just sitting upright um and the other one looks you you think you know what pale people look like because you are pale people and you deal with pale- pale people all the time this person is a degree of pale that that is just beyond what any of you have ever encountered before porcelain porcelain like paper yeah, like paper. <laughs> le- le- actually, less porcelain. Uh, it's actually a it's a rougher complexion than that. Um, but cadaverous almost. Yeah. Uh, but he says yeah. Uh, now obviously uh, these two might not always look like this. Uh, but they usually hang out together. So, just keep an eye out. If you have a problem with them you come through me gotcha yeah
2: seems simple enough
0: all right unless you guys have anything else
2: wouldn't want to waste your time thank you thank you very much
0: yeah thanks for this you'll be uh you'll be hearing from me and mine
2: i'd be disappointed but- if not
0: Okay, so it's about one right now. Um, you guys have a territory that you've been assigned. Um, those of you who have things like Haven uh, have not uh, like you. You know you're gonna have to probably either keep it where uh, it is. Alex or make arrangements Uh, such a thing is very easy to do if you have dots at Haven you can find a place probably within a couple of nights but there also is within the territory a uh, sort of ready-made communal area um, where the last group of can of of Anarchs who were given this territory or you were in this territory uh, lived. Uh, and you are given the address and keys to that location.
2: We shouldn't rely on that for too long. It's probably compromised.
1: Uh, considering that they met an untimely end, I'd say so. But it's the best we got for now, so... It'll cut it. Uh, if all
3: else
4: I'd fails. pay for a
1: hotel, honestly.
3: If all else fails, uh, I promise that my... my uh flat is something we can stay in without much worry of security. It's deep inside of Buckhead. Uh, They're not going to come up there, but that means that we would have to retire to it very near dawn. I'm fine just using the uh,
2: leftover communal haven, Mm -hmm. at least for the first night.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. I don't think there'll be a serious issue.
3: Well, let's hope you're right.
1: Uh yeah. No, What's the I'm... worst
2: that happens? We all die in our sleep.
1: Oh, most I'm definitely.
2: Not fond of that.
4: I'm, I mean, the worst that could happen is that we all get stakes through the heart and become someone's weird ass marionettes. But oh, God, no,
1: please.
2: <laughs> There's
3: some precedent for that, so I suppose you're right. <laughs> I don't like that either. Actually, the more we talk about it,
1: <laughs> sorry. sorry I... To holiday in. I'm I'm not comfortable so, yeah. spending any sort of night in a. Fair enough. Unfamiliar, unsecured place. It's just, it's just not for me,
3: darling. I'm not going to let you stay at the Holiday, Inn. at least let me get you a room at the Western.
1: Oh, thanks.
3: <laughs> I mean, I can get you a room at the Four Seasons if you'd like, but I thought you were trying not to draw attention to yourself.
1: Four Seasons is honestly more my style, but I figured maybe
0: not immediately. So where are you guys headed? Uh, I mean, are you guys going to be going somewhere together? Are you guys splitting up to uh, taking care of stuff? What's, what's I the want to find to the
3: lowest rent possible hotel in that region after the conversation we just had and get a room. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
4: The no-tell motel <laughs> has a pay-by-the-hour option.
2: I'm going to spend the rest of the night hanging out with Anarch <laughs> in the Anarch bar. Okay. And beginning the process of integration.
0: All right, yeah. Like I said, And also
2: trying to figure out what the fuck the bird was talking about when he said everyone knows what happened
3: (laughs) because I don't know what happened.
1: I was left out of the loop. I don't know.
3: I don't Scott, uh... do I know what happened?
0: Um
2: Dylan knows what he thinks happened, but Madison has no fucking idea (laughs) I,
0: I, I said a lot of things. What was I referring to? You were just like,
2: We all know what happened to the yeah, to the the, the coterie that we're taking over for
0: oh yeah no that's fine uh yeah um
2: <laughs> yeah i want to know what these people think i fucking did because i have status too so i expected to show up and and be like oh yes i'm an upstanding member of the movement and they're just like yeah you're some kind of baby eater and i'm like
0: what the
3: fuck oh you mean up I there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh oh no no that's what you're talking okay i know what you're talking about um oh yeah no you're pretty sure you know what he was who was referring to uh as to, to what happened you the the fact that uh the prince of chicago put a blood hunt on all uh venture anarchs
2: oh that okay whatever
0: yeah that, that oh, yeah. like you, you you think a little bit and you're like oh yeah that thing
2: uh, he, that guy just constantly sounds menacing so i thought he was talking shit about me specifically <laughs>
0: I mean, in a he way, he was. Dirt. That's
2: like an in-character. Like, Madison is like, if anybody hangs out with him, he actually is, like, reasoning through it as a sort of socialization. He's like, oh, no, he just meant all true, Not me specifically. That makes sense. Uh
0: But, yeah, as for what happened to the previous Coterie... Um, That's good info, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they they had a run-in with Sabat, and it didn't go well for them.
4: Mm.
2: Where like, in their haven? (laughs) Um,
0: in the streets of their territory.
2: So they Um, rolled out to fight, and they just, they got their asses whooped.
0: Um, yeah, actually, if people want to give me, familiarizing myself with the, if people want to give me charisma persuasion rolls to try and get more details, if you guys want to hang around the bar for a little bit, and sort of, uh, and, and schmooze. Yeah, hell yeah. Sure.
4: Um, yeah, I'll hang out for a little bit. What did you say that was again?
0: Charisma persuasion.
4: Charisma
2: persuasion. Three successes. And did you
0: three. include your hunger die? Um,
2: the hunger die was a success on that. Okay. Also, um, I do have anarch status. I don't know if that contributes to my die pool or no, like did, what that does. Uh, in the
1: oh Where did the dice go? Through? Oh, there it is. Uh,
4: that is two successes.
0: Hold on, I'm looking up to see what status does mechanically. I believe it does actually help you out.
2: <gasps> like I don't know if it's like one to one or like what it is.
0: Yeah, you add your status trait to the uh, to the roll. Oh fuck yeah, alright. Oh, we do? Yeah.
4: Uh, Specifically do we...
0: anarch status since you're talking to anarchs.
4: Yeah. Uh alrighty, cool, so let's roll one more. <laughs> see what we get. Uh that's Uh-oh. three. Did we
0: just look? lost
4: right. it, we we just just lost lost Dylan. Dylan. Dylan, no! He's <laughs> back. Somebody's back!
2: Yeah, Discord just straight up crashed on me. I'm very sorry. That's well,
1: I don't see... I Hold know.
2: on. It might just take a second to...
0: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah.
2: But uh, what number is a
0: success threshold on normal dice? Six, normal six or above on all dice. Okay, so okay. I actually have four successes then. Okay, awesome.
4: And then, so the tens on the hunger die only matter if you get two tens, right? Yes,
0: if you get two tens on, if you get a, t- a ten on a hunger die, uh, and a ten on a regular die or on a hunger die, and you're back there, uh, then that is a, a messy critical.
4: Okay, then it's just a regular, then it's just a regular three successes. Okay.
0: All right, yeah, so you you have some sort of uh, back uh, channel conversations uh, in sort of the dark corners where mortals aren't listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the rundown uh these guys were um they were kind of a, a, a street preacher collective uh preaching uh you know like the hippiest of of Christian gospel Ooh, um nice. like really sort of out there uh you know uh new wave Christian gospel mm-hmm. Peace, Um,
4: love, and drink the Kool-Aid?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, they were... No wonder they got their
4: asses whooped. They were the kind (laughs) of Christians
0: that were totally down with magic mushrooms because God made them, man. Um,
2: (laughs) I mean, if you have to take one variety, I suppose.
0: Indeed. Uh, But, yeah, they, they, according to what you heard, they actually antagonized the Sabbat. Like they they weren't just like oh. watchers on the watchers on the wall like they they went out of their way to piss them off uh, because of, because of this sort of apparently religious disagreement with them um, well, at least the packs that were the pack that was closest to their territory um and that happened one too many times. And like three Sabat packs just showed up in their, in their area and hunted them down. Honestly, so I think we yeah. can categorize <laughs> them as too
4: dumb for unlife.
0: Talk, talk shit, get hit, you know?
1: Just say, yeah. that's an anarch way of life. Get it to no, that. Anarch- that is
4: entirely on them.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> sounds like they're idiots.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, too dumb for unlife. I'm not saying that out loud to whoever tells me the story, by the way, at disrespectful.
0: Uh, you actually uh, are able to hear that they th- they heard a rumor that one of them made it out. That one oh. of them did not get annihilated by the sabot. Does this person have
2: a name or at least identifying um, information?
0: Uh y- yes, it's uh it's Sister Lynn. <laughs>
1: um Sister
0: Lynn. Uh she uh, they they heard that she didn't get killed. Um like their their bodies got strung up and left for the sun, but sure. her but hers wasn't.
2: So she either defected, was killed somewhere else, or got away.
0: So yeah, that's that's the skinny on those guys.
2: Do they know the do they know Sister Lynn's clan? What she what anything she was known for, any notable deeds?
0: Um she was a torridor uh and she was just she was um known to like be uh just a really uh, she was very expressive uh and and had right. a had a very beautiful singing voice you know she sung the sung the hymns and the gospel very well uh and you know she she brought in all the all the young boys and girls who like who, you know, uh, you know, uh what is it, the phrase don't flirt to convert? She totally mm-hmm. flirted to convert.
2: Well um, yeah, I mean they're magic mushroom Christians, so <laughs> allowed to do that.
0: Yeah, uh so she was sort of a, she she's a very charismatic sort of uh, rope them in kind type.
2: Mm-hmm. So I'm it fine. stands to reason she could have talked her way out or any number of things.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, there's uh at least one lead on ways that we can start to get a foothold in this place. Mhm
4: yeah.
2: Well, I move we convene somewhere or another and either sleep or start discussing how we're gonna whip this place into shape
1: yeah as as everyone is like talking to different sort of people and chatting uh Willow is like actively texting on like three different burner phones okay who are you texting she's texting her people okay like hey i'm i I made it here you guys still on the
0: road deal yeah Yeah, you're asking for updates from everyone you you start to get a couple of updates most of your people are probably gonna be uh in by the weekend like you think one of your people is here already um, mm-hmm. But everyone else is is sort of making their way through circuitous routes to atlanta yeah. uh and of course you know you're not getting like direct answers you're getting like uh you know uh, the, the sort of the, the the you know these these transmissions might be intercepted, so we're not outright saying where we are and how where we're gonna be mm-hmm. but you you have the patois down between them so you you're able to yeah. decipher what they mean yeah. So, yeah, so you've just been on your phones. uh, Um,
1: Yeah, with a lot of different, like, an obscene amount, really.
4: Um, On that note, uh, would Cadence's brother be in the city yet, or would he still be en route?
0: Um, (coughs) He, are you contacting him? Yeah,
4: she would probably, like, once she had a free second, like, step out into a hallway or something and give him a call or a okay. text, you know, just to let him know that she's okay and see yeah. if
0: he uh you send him a text uh and he responds within a few minutes. Uh he says like yeah, yeah, I'm in town. All uh, right. He, he lets you he, he says I'm I'm looking for a for a place right now. Um let me know when you're when you're in a good place.
4: And she, you know, texts back an affirmative and says she should know something by either uh, later that night or early tomorrow night.
0: He, he texts back with thumb up emoji. Nice. She's
4: satisfied with that.
0: All right. So you guys are going to are you guys heading out? Or are you guys going to uh, what's up? Uh,
3: I'm recording the tones from all of the burner phones and playing them back in my headset and trying to figure out how to turn that into (laughs) (laughs)
1: something. The timing of all of my different phones.
0: (laughs) You're a weird dude, and I like it. Yeah. Okay, Um,
1: yeah. Um, Yeah, towards the end of the night, Willow's ready to, like, lay down to just...
0: Yeah, you guys have been here for a couple of hours, just sort mm-hmm. of shooting the this shit, getting to know people. Uh, there's like representatives of some of the more uh, more sociable gangs here uh, in Coteries. Mm-hmm. Um, getting cards
2: and numbers, numbers and cards. Yeah, yeah,
0: you, you get <laughs> uh, like it's along the lines of like, you know, this number will probably be good for our next for the next couple of nights. Yeah, sure. Uh, kind of thing like you know people are very hesitant to have like a permanent method of communication. Yeah. Um. Got to juggle. Yeah, you do. Uh, But yeah, so um, things start to die down in the bar. Um, You know, people need to get get to where they're going uh, as the as the night gets on. Uh, So it starts to empty out of people who you probably want to talk to.
4: Well, Cadence is okay with heading back to the the previous Coterie's digs, at least temporarily. So that's probably where she's going to
2: I feel a lot more comfortable with that as well. Okay. Now that we know they weren't... They, it wasn't actually compromised.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I suppose this is where we part for the evening because I'm going to find... stay. Okay.
3: Uh, so I rented you a room, love. Don't worry.
1: I'll stick with Alex. He has a car with a driver.
4: <laughs>
1: hmm. Sounds good. Is he a dedicated chauffeur, by the way? Or...
3: No, I I don't tend to carry dedicated chauffeurs because when you live in Atlanta, if you have anything other than a fleet of black SUVs, everybody knows that you're in the industry somewhere, so they just follow oh. so the town is not used to being a Hollywood town yet. It's 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 a new Hollywood town. You have to be careful. Growing I pain. will
1: take your yeah. word for it. Yeah, it's a little bit different than where I'm from.
3: Are you from LA? Yeah, yeah, we're we're catching up to the rest of the world. Give us time, but right now, <laughs> right now, if if you drive in a, um, basically, if you're not in a in, a, in an extremely uh, a, a generic black SUV, even if you are in a generic black SUV, they'll assume that you're famous, but they won't know who you. Oh, okay. So, like,
1: get a Corolla is what you're saying.
3: Yeah, or I, I can't yeah. I can't travel in a Corolla, so just I I'll let them know that I'm famous, but I don't want them mobbing me when I grow into a cr- Just roll around in the G Wagon. I get it.
1: No, I get it.
3: Sometimes you just have to <laughs> you have to slum it a little bit and uh, drive a Geo Metro, yeah.
2: Oh no. Uh
0: huh. I'm <laughs> loving every bit of this conversation. Uh uh-huh. anyway. So, uh so I'm getting getting that Madison and Cadence are going to head to the old uh old haven in Cabbage Town. Uh and the two of you are going off to uh to a hotel somewhere.
3: Uh I'll actually mm-hmm. probably just let her, I'll just rent out one of the rooms in my building and let her crash there.
0: Okay, that's easily done. Um, so you're heading up to Buckhead then? Yeah okay, uh now you know that the, there is a gang that controls Buckhead, uh but you have an arrangement with them uh in regards to your haven um, you probably since you've since you've hooked up with a gang of your own now uh that arrangement uh is probably going to change slightly. Uh, I
3: assume they'll want me to pay them
0: probably something along the lines probably probably the understanding of like feeding will change more more appropriately. Um uh, but that's for another night to determine. Uh I'm
3: sure it, they're cool with me using my herd.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's absolutely uh fine with that. If, you know, you if you tend to your own needs they don't mind. Uh but you know, now that you're a fish now that you're with another group, there may be some particulars that need to be worked out.
3: Totally mm-hmm. understood.
0: Okay. So, uh Cadence and Madison, how are you getting there?
2: Uh, I'll call an Uber. To...
0: <laughs> call an Uber. Call <laughs> Lyft. All right, what's Anna. an
4: Uber?
2: What are you serious?
4: She holds up a flip phone.
2: <laughs> he he literally puts his hand on the phone and moves it back down towards her pocket. He pulls out his phone. Magic. Watch. And then he's Okay. He's going to order so I don't. I don't think
0: Ubers come on – are available on non-smartphones, <laughs> uh, so – Wait, uh, sorry, you were – oh, oh. We're, we're in
2: like the – we're not in modern times, are we?
0: We are in modern times. Okay, then
2: what did you say? Because that sentence sorry. cut out for me.
0: Sorry, no problem. Uh, Uber is not available on like flip phones, so you would actually need to use a smartphone or a tablet to use – Yeah, I that. have a smartphone. Yeah,
4: no, he put – Cadence's phone away and took out his own. <laughs>
0: I, I, I'm aware, but there's a complication with that. Um, the undead hand does not interact with the smartphone, so you're gonna a have stylus. to you're gonna have to try and rouse the blood in order to interact with that technology. So,
2: or, or use a stylus.
0: <laughs> I
1: had characters that did that. <laughs> you could like, do that. Um. Yes. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna go with the option that cost me fifteen cents on Amazon.com.
0: Fair <laughs> enough. So you pull out a stylus, looking very strange doing so, uh, and call.
1: He and... Like Listen, I, I look like you. any
2: other thirty-something-year-old white dude who doesn't understand technology. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> Eventually, that's gonna that's gonna stand out pretty harsh. Um, that's fine. But anyway, so yeah, you he doesn't call want it. to
1: the screen. Yeah, that's, yeah, what yeah, I, that's whatever. What I Tell people.
2: This so is an iPhone 15S.
0: <laughs> so you call an Uber. Uh, it comes in about five minutes uh, and takes you to uh, the old haven uh, where the Codery lives. Now, this this place uh, – We're going to hop
2: out a few blocks away just no, to be okay. clear. Noted. Uh, and I do have masks, so
0: – Gotcha.
2: My account and my bank account and all that are registered under a, a – protected advantage
0: <laughs> uh so yeah you you uh make your way uh down uh, uh seventy five eighty five um pull off uh and you actually go through uh, a district called sweet auburn uh, which all of you are aware is camaria territory but it's a brief jaunt through it uh, so, you know, you aren't ambushed by the sheriff or anything like that, but there's sort of an, an innate knowledge of territory um, mm-hmm. uh, that, mm-hmm. that all of you kind of have a sort of a baseline level. But you, you are a briefly aware that you're in enemy territory, but then you pass into Cabbage Town uh, and you get dropped off a couple of blocks away uh, and make your way to this old haven. Um, now, this haven it used to be um, like a uh, it used to be like a dance hall, um, but it has been converted uh, into the Blessed Night uh, Gospel uh, Revival Hall.
4: This is an embarrassment.
2: Yeah, I'm sure we can turn this back into something useful. <laughs> uh okay.
0: but it has, you know, it, it has uh <laughs> heavy curtains on the, the out outer facing windows. Oh, it's got it's like lovely. um uh it's got like moon and stars and crosses painted uh on the windows. Um uh and like scripture uh <laughs> scriptures along the edges uh when yeah. you come in there's this big open space with a lot of like bean bags uh and easels uh and there's kind of a a little a little lectern uh that's that's at the back of the hall uh and a couple of doors that lead off deeper into the area it is utterly covered in like posters and tra like pamphlets are uh, up on the wall like there's corkboard with with uh with you know the schedule of prayer meetings and <clears throat> it is probably one of the least appetizing places you've ever bedded down for the evening in terms of like style or fashion or anything <laughs> uh you and... no, we're Oh, sorry, didn't mean to sure. yeah, make no. a bed out of the pamphlets. Yeah, you could, in fact, make a bed out of pamphlets. There are rooms in the back, uh, you know, uh, you know, rooms that have no windows um, mm-hmm.
4: uh,
0: that are perfectly suited for um, for sleeping during the day. Uh, but, you know, there's, you know, uh, each of them have like a nightstand with a few different versions of the Bible in them. Uh, and, uh, you know, like a prayer, like a, uh, a prayer, like a place where, uh, a little, a little padded knee, uh, kneeling, uh, stand, uh, with, oh, like, yeah. a cross on the wall and, like, pictures of Jesus.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh so, in regards to the pictures of Jesus, mm-hmm. is this, like, gruesome Jesus, or is this, like, like Buddy Christ? Are, are uh, we talking Obi Wan <laughs> Jesus? Yeah. Are we talking about like like suffering Jesus or like chill like lamb and fish Jesus
2: or like super ripped Korean Jesus? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, there's di- there's different versions in each room. Because um, uh, I want to really, really throwing ripped, out ripped a wide Korean net. Anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, depending on how 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 much you want to go into this uh why don't you give me an intelligence <laughs> <laughs> investigation rushed, yeah. role fine <laughs> if you if you want to really get into the varieties of jesus that we're talking
1: about <laughs>
4: cadence is just to flip over all the pictures she finds
1: <laughs>
4: okay so we're gonna go to redecorate but before we keep the bean bags.
2: The well, bags are good, but. <laughs> okay. So Madison's real reason for doing this is to try to get information specifically about sister Lynn, like figure out which yeah. room she slept in. Okay. Because he's very fixated on that being the only lead to possible <gasps> Intel about the Sabat pack that they're going to have to packs that they're going to deal with. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead and give me a, a wits investigation role then. Uh,
2: Two successes, Two no successes. relevant hunger die result.
0: Okay. Noted. So yeah, you you start tearing through and uh, you find um, what you believe is Sister Lynn's room. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it has a bigger bed than any of the other rooms.
2: Right for fucking, <laughs> <laughs> Madison against that's that's like an again in character like thing. It
0: aloud, just like ah for fucking.
2: Yeah, <laughs> right. Obviously.
0: Um. Yeah, and and there's like you know the standard the standard pictures like all of her Jesuses are like sexy shirtless Jesus, Of course uh, <laughs> right. like like Jesus Jesus with a horse. So um, that is
2: probably where ripped Korean Jesus is too. Just yeah, ripped really, Rip Korean like and the Jesus. diagram principle. <laughs> um,
0: but you actually, uh, as you sort of scouring through this room, uh, you find there's a little vanity um, that is locked. Um. It doesn't have like a like a padlock or anything. It's it's nothing you couldn't like force. Hmm. <laughs> do you do so? No, of course not. I'm a
2: venture. What are you talking about?
0: Okay. But <laughs> Cadence is right there.
2: Yeah, dude, she has no qualms.
0: Oh yeah, you're able to you're able to pop the lock very easily.
4: Yeah, and no,
0: then he would probably doesn't even ask. <laughs> He's like, oh, what we got there.
2: Oh, I was going to okay. So gonna when try you try these keys that we were given, but that's uh, fine.
0: <laughs> when you do, uh you're not entirely surprised to find another uh uh very prominent picture of Jesus. Uh but in this picture, Jesus is like he's having a sit down like bro talk with another figure. Um uh a black haired um pale skinned figure um that has this strange mark on its his forehead
2: Oh shit Would we
4: know what that mark is
0: Please roll me intelligence plus occult this is going to be a difficulty 3
1: <laughs> Okay no.
0: And we're really roboting Uh-oh could,
2: could I make an alternate pitch of academics to know this from a his, like historical mythological standpoint rather than a legitimate occult standpoint.
0: Sure, I'll give you that. It would um, be different
2: and less useful info, but more of it because I'm very good at this. Uh I got 3. Gotcha.
4: Uh no relevant hunger die. Okay, cool.
2: 3 successes. No relevant hunger die.
0: Okay, so you both got 3 successes. Um y- yeah, you're you're pretty sure that that is um one of the more common um, depictions of the Mark of Cain. Uh, Candice is aware of that. Um, Madison, <laughs> you... you That aligns with... Uh, like, you've heard of really old heretical religions that have symbols like that. Hmm. Um, like dawn of christianity old um heresies um mm. that that are associated with that sort of symbolism oh, we're we're not there are we here the two of you did not go to this place so you're not there no, no we're cruising together yeah, you're heading up to buckhead
2: sister lynn the sexy apostate
0: <laughs> <laughs> speaking yeah. of which
1: painting a picture of her and i love it <laughs> speaking of
0: which the two of you uh get to your building alex why don't you describe this building for us alex please uh
3: so this is a building it's a it's right in the middle of downtown buckhead it's um it's a high-rise it's condos uh i want to make it to you know i don't want to belabor the point here but it is a nice building uh, it has uh, a a a gate guard uh it smells of rich mahogany there are many leather bound books uh so I alex has a full penthouse but he's also rented out a uh like a pre uh, a, a uh, uh um, i don't remember what, a furnished uh flat for you that's that's pretty nice
1: Oh, I definitely appreciate that sort of stuff. Love the lifestyle.
0: She uh, probably tells you as much. I, I would imagine, since you most recently uh, rented this out, that the place that you got for her is not. Uh, it's probably not uh, set up for kindred inhabitants, uh, meaning that she's going to have to bed down in like a closet or a bathroom at least for tonight.
1: Been there, done that. <laughs>
3: I can only account for so many of her needs.
1: It's okay. I have a roll of duct tape. I'll just tape myself into a closet. It'll be fine. I like
3: I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I would have at least had it where it's got the, the barriers that can be like pushed and they come down over the windows. There are more vampires in this building than just
0: me. <clears throat> probably. Yeah uh but yeah it ha- it hasn't been given like the good old once over uh that yeah. would be expected for for when a, a kindred inhabitant moves in I'll bed in down that in that case I'll
3: uh, I'll let her stay in my flat if she wants and I'll stay in here
1: Oh and and she she would protest that just like no you really don't have to do that that's okay I
3: I mean I totally will if you want uh my place no. is covered in my pubic hair but if you want to stay there you certainly <laughs> may
0: does Alex do a lot like... of landscaping?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like just like everywhere.
3: It's literally everywhere. We have a throw rug made out of it from back when I was a mortal. It was a Tibetan friend of mine. It was a gift. It's uh, it's quite extraordinary. I
1: I can't tell if you're being serious.
3: That's one of my gifts. Oh. Getting a very strong Tahani vibe all (laughs) of a sudden. I won't deny that Tahani was one of the uh, inspirations for this character.
1: She's just like, oh, because she already is like really bad at, you know, any sort of social cue. And so this is just, she's like, oh, is he making fun of me? I can't tell. Oh, you know, it's, I'll stay in the guest room. I don't want to disturb your pubes.
3: Well, in that case, at the very least, allow me to send one of my men down there to uh, reinforce the bathroom, and
1: uh,
3: we can we can put some mattresses or something in there for you.
1: That yeah, that perfect. So
3: perfect. Did you want any of my? Don't I don't want. Okay, sure. All right. Okay, just making sure. I I I don't know what your particular taste. Is it's
1: the Georgian thing?
3: Yes, it's a, well, it's a, it's a Georgian-British thing. If you come to Georgia by way of of England, then yeah.
1: I'm going to go unpack my bag. And she, like, sort of exits from that situation. Just waving you, away, like, uh...
3: Darling, you're going to have quite a bit to unpack for the evening. Good night.
0: Good All right. Good so yeah, you you make your way into this fairly clean uh air uh, uh apartment. Um, after a f- after a few moments of like getting your stuff in, a couple of uh of attendants show up and and you know they have some uh some plywood and uh, some hammers and nails and they mm. they just go about tending to things. Yeah, I
1: like. <laughs> I, like, go through the, the little flat, and I just, like, move a couch cushion, inspect it for pubes, and put it back. To, it's like, like the... I'm, I'm disturbed. I'm like, listen, I don't know
0: what he's capable of. They They're just like, did you say the thing about the pubes? He must like you. Oh. Was he serious? You know, I, about... I don't know.
1: Oh, I
0: just like put the couch cushion back and like pat it. Like oh. he's like, hmm. "This is this is a clean room, ma'am. You don't have to worry about this room." Anyway, they go back to their business. They uh, seem I'll, put upon. Okay. <laughs> you know they, they probably have a real weird life.
1: Um, yeah, I'm like I'm like getting out all of my phone chargers. I'm just like I'm trying to find enough plugs for all of them I have a lot of phones
0: to charge. You do indeed. You do indeed.
1: I'm just like, oh, I get all my so, stuff.
0: Alex, you you head up to your flat, I'm assuming.
3: I do. Uh
0: What are you doing by yourself?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh so, I'm going to laugh to myself and to the help a little bit about the pubic hair <laughs> thing cuz <'cause... laughs> They've worked with me for quite a while, so they know me. Uh, I'm going to go to my soundboard, uh, and from now until dawn, or now until close to when I can't stay awake anymore, I'm mixing.
0: Cool. Gotcha. Um, let me take a look here. You are you're getting into it. You with with all these new faces, with all these new people that you've known, met you. You're you're really starting to get a groove going. Like they, There's a lot of new colors and new sounds that you have on your palette now. Um, and you really start to get a, a good driving baseline line st- set up, uh, followed by some good harmonics here and there. And probably about a half an hour before dawn comes, you think you've got the beginnings of something very special. And then the vocals start to come in. You haven't laid down any vocal tracks, by the way. Um, Oh, it's
3: going to be one of those kind of nights.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. And, And it starts with, like, this barely audible whisper. And... As it sort of begins to sync up more and more and more with the track you begin to pick out syllables here and there and there and you know you can just stop at any time you can step away from the mixing board and this will stop happening okay and eventually you begin to hear the refrain it says Be a good boy. Mommy knows what you've done. Be a good boy. Mommy's coming to tuck you in.
3: Oh, I don't love that at all.
1: What a nice song what what a nice song to dance to. <laughs> Mommy tucks you in.
3: Uh I'm gonna find uh I've got subscriptions to all kinds of sampling sites. So mm-hmm. I'm going to find samples so that I can add that into uh, a side trance um, and kind of like, I want to do like a dream trance. Uh, uh, so basically the way that it'll work is I won't have realized that I mixed that until I'm listening to it back. And then I'll hear it and be like, oh, what have I done?
0: <laughs> I dig it. I love it. So, uh, so you've got your phones charging, Willow. Yeah, um, all of them. <laughs> and, yeah, so they're all ready to go. Is there anything that you want to do before dawn comes?
1: Um, aside from just, you know, check on my people, that's, that's all. Because <clears> right
0: you, now... You do another round, um, of checking in. They all seem to be fine. Like I said, mm-hmm. the they'll probably all be in <sighs> by the weekend.
1: I definitely feel, because right now I can't, I'm alone, and it, the, anytime I'm by myself a lot, I just sort of don't feel right, ever, Mm. and you know, right now, in this unfamiliar place, in an unfamiliar city, I feel very, very alone.
0: Yeah, it is probably going to affect me yeah Mentally. i mean it it is not that great i mean you your 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 blood sort of compels you to be sociable and be amongst people uh and you're very much not right now yeah uh so that is upsetting it's unsettling um and yeah.
1: take us yeah. like a take a sadness shower you know?
0: <laughs> okay yeah just like There's a shower. just like
1: sitting there and just like. You know, dissociate
0: a little. Okay, yeah. The water comes down; it washes off. You know, the the road dust and and the 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 grime and the smoke from the club. Mm-hmm. And as you're starting to feel that tug of lethargy, uh, you 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 rouse yourself out of it because you probably don't want to sleep in the shower with the with water the shower on. on yeah yeah so probably you, not you're able to 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 make that out um and you you're not it's it's hard to know what to feel about all yeah. of this um you know you check your phones one last time as the sun you, you can't see it because they've barricaded it fairly well but you feel it You feel the light and the oppressive heat just sort of on the edge of your senses. And there's been a little area in a closet uh, with a mattress and some blankets and you find your way falling into bed. Yeah. All right. Uh, Madison and Candace, you guys are in. Cadence. Sorry. Cadence. Sorry. You guys are in Jesus (laughs) Camp. Uh, is there anything mm-hmm. you guys want to do before the sun rises?
4: Uh, Cadence is going to make her bed out of those bean bags, just like pile them into a room, into a big ball of fluff. And
0: there, there's a room that has a big bean bag in it, like in the in back back in the thing. So, do you, so. I imagine she like circles a couple times and like makes a space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. <a doll.
4: laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah, she's going to plop down in one of those, um, send another text to her brother, just letting her know the neighborhood where she's at, you know, oh, if you're looking for some place to stay, make sure it's close to here so I can keep an eye on you, Um, and she's actually kind of excited, because this is a new adventure with some new possibilities, and, you know, she doesn't want to punch all of these people yet, so hey, things are looking up.
0: Great, yeah. So I mean, this place is for as best as you can tell safe. Um, you know, the sun won't get in here. Um, do you keep the posters on the wall, or what? Do you, what do you do? It the... depends on what the
4: posters are. If they're Jesus posters, she's probably going to take them down. If they're like weird motivational shit, like you know, a kitten hanging from a tree with some weird text, you know. She'll. She's fine with that.
0: There's a couple of those. You 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 take down some of the G, the Jesus stuff and and it's like yeah. she
4: doesn't have a problem with Jesus, but there's a little there there's a threshold where it just becomes a little bit uncomfortable.
2: Yellow card for excessive Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Penalty on the field. <laughs> So those of you who aren't uh, Atlanta or Georgia natives might think that I'm going a little bit over the top with this stuff. No, no, I'm from Texas. It's it's all about
1: he's everywhere. Just just buff. He's everywhere. I'm just like, hi.
0: (laughs) So I'm not actually. Yeah, yeah. Just so people watchers know I'm not going over the top here. All right. Yeah. You you make yourself a nice little beanbag nest uh madison are you doing anything specific with us before the sun rises
2: yeah he's actually gonna like once there's some peace and quiet yeah. he's gonna bust out his phone he's gonna create like a, a google maps project he's mm-hmm. going to correlate the borders of the territory that are mm-hmm. given to him on the frame into that into that you know uh workspace and he's just gonna start like Building his fucking empire, okay. right? He, he's doing right. Sims Four on this bitch.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So the area of town where you're in, uh, I mean, you start looking up Wikipedia entries and 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 whatnot. Uh, you know, it's in basically in the near the heart of of downtown. Like you can throw a stone and you're in Cam territory, kind of kind of stuff. <clears throat> um, yeah, uh, but it's. Um... Not the nicest area of town. Um, Like, there's a couple of bars here. It's mostly residential. Um, Like, there's apartment complexes and small houses. Like, old, like, beginning-of-the-century houses. Bars, shopping centers. um, Not a lot in the... There's not a lot in the way of, like, business or finance or anything like that. It's you know, as close to a city residential area as you can find. So not a lot to work with. Um,
2: oh, well, I guess I got to go outside then.
0: <laughs> there is that. But you you familiarize yourself with what you've been given pretty well.
2: Uh, I'm specifically looking for uh, any branch campuses of any institutions of higher learning that might be in or near the new territory.
0: Um.
2: Cause I need to eat.
0: You do need to eat. Um, there are. Uh, I'll have to look into that. Uh, and and get back to that. Probably the closest big, uh, com- the pro- closest big college, to where you are right now, uh, is gonna be like Georgia State is pretty close. Georgia Tech is pretty close, but that's all in Cam territory. Um. I'll have to get back to you on what colleges are there um, uh, in, in the actual territory. I don't think there's any actual colleges in that territory. Sure. Uh, but close by, there are a couple of big ones. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, he'll basically just spend the remaining hours of the night building. But there are, in more, this...
0: there are bars uh, where college kids would come to which
2: are close enough. Uh,
0: yeah. So yeah. So you're basically going through all this stuff and then you begin to feel that tug uh, of the sun. All right. Okay. Close
2: it down and, you know, turn it off and all that stuff and
0: cool. Go all right. Bed. So the sun rises on all of you, you succumb to the sleep of the day. Uh and before we close out i'm going to cut away to something that's happening elsewhere this is actually somewhere much farther north in the sit than atlanta it's in the north georgia mountains uh and it's this happens as the sun rises on the next day uh there is for lack of a better word, a commune, up in the mountains. It's got a high barbed wire fence around it. There are some farm, uh, farm fields. Uh, there's like a barn and a large uh, compound. Uh, as the sun rises, there's, we see this sort of central room area a lot of like hammocks and bean bags and futons in it, and there's about a dozen people in this room, and it looks like there was a pretty big party here last night. Uh, you know, there's some bongs and uh, you know some some mirrors where some lines of cocaine were done. Quite a few bottles of alcohol. Um, only a few people are awake at the moment. And they're like in the kitchen area getting some breakfast started. When all of a sudden one of the rooms uh, that is deeper in the compound is the door is busted off its hinges. Um, And three people stumble out of it. Their movements are incredibly jerky. Uh, it's almost like only their legs are moving. like their torsos are just sort of limp and they're just jerkily running towards the door. Uh, and they one of them like smashes through a window. And as they do, their necks, some protrusions start to erupt from their necks, the sort of lumpy chitinous spikes. And they run outside and the sun crests over the mountain and these three individuals start to burn. And their eyes never open, but they burn in the light of the sun and the people inside like are have barely had time to register that something weird is happening and they're starting to freak out and as these three people turn to ash they are consumed with terror and grief and fright and they don't notice the drone hovering silently out in their yard recording all of this and they don't notice the van pulling up the one road that leads to this compound it parks and six individuals in combat gear, two of them armed with flamethrowers, the other four armed with assault rifles, pile out of the back and make their way in formation towards the compound.